Radio World. <laughs> Unsportsmanlike podcast. My name is Quincy, and this is my podcast. And on today's show, we'll be talking about Dwayne Haskins, Mitch Trubisky, the Steelers deciding to sit Big Ben on Sunday. And in the second part of the podcast, we will get into the games that occurred last weekend. So sit back and get ready to enjoy the show. Keep in mind, you can follow the Very Unsportsmanlike podcast at anchor.fm forward slash 15 yards because that's the amount of yards you get when you get penalized for an unsportsmanlike play. So, everyone's been talking about, about it all week, but Dwayne Haskins has been cut from the Washington football team. This is a guy who, one of those can't-get-right types who just can't seem to get it all together, and unfortunately, it's cost him his job. Now, the good news for him is that he's still young, and so he may have opportunity to latch on somewhere else and get a second chance. But I'm going to welcome on Buck down in Pensacola. Buck, what's happening? What's up? All right, Buck. So Dwayne Haskins gets cut, man. Did you see it coming? And, I mean, I saw it coming, but I didn't see it coming, like, this week. I figured they would at least wait until the the offseason to do it, but – what are your thoughts on Dwayne Haskins getting cut? Is it his fault? Should they have given him another opportunity? What do you think? Talk about this for a second. Um, we see these individuals come out and, and play. And, yes, he has a lot of talent. I mean, he only played one season um, starting for, for Ohio State. And we know Ohio State is one of the top-tier schools in the nation when it comes to football. So, this is a kid that should have known, especially working on the under um, Irvin Meyer system, that, you know, it's a system that gets you NFL ready. Um, I think a lot of these kids are shell-shocked when they come up into the NFL. They think it's just like it is in college. You know, you got guys, you have the best of the best, the elite of the elite, the top 1% of players in the National Football League. It doesn't matter whether you're drafting the first round or drafting the seventh or even an undrafted free agent, the best of the best play. And just because you have the athleticism, that doesn't mean that that's the, the catch-all, do-all when it comes to football and the National Football League. Now, the kid's got talent, but he doesn't have the study habits and the work ethic to get it done. And, you know, Washington was not a good fit for him to begin with because I remember saying that, um, before Ron Rivera got there, I'm going like, this is not a good fit because Washington has been a little bit of a cesspool for, for college, um, for, for quarterbacks coming out. I mean, we see what happened to Kirk Cousins. We see what happened to RG3. As soon as you used up, your ass is shipped out. And, you know, you got an owner that's, you know, not all that great either. In comes Ron Rivera, who just got through dealing with another quarterback that ended up becoming subpar which in Pam Newton, oh, I'm sorry, Cam Newton, and um, I call him Pam, so y'all just have to get used to it. But um, with that being said, this is a guy that should have known that since this has not been the best place for quarterback, that you have to tighten yourself up. 
you have to do you have to study. You have to do the things that are required to make you an elite quarterback or at least be a mid-tier quarterback in this league. And regardless of what anybody says, black quarterbacks don't get the same length of rope that a black quarterback will. So, I mean, then, you know, they white quarterbacks get a little bit better because they, you know, they get more chances. Black quarterbacks don't. If you can't read defenses and don't you, your study habits are, are garbage, I don't care how athletic you are. You're not going to make it in the, in the National Football League. So, you know, he should have known from the get-go, you got to study to be, you know, and he should have known that when they put him out there and he didn't do anything and he was garbage. So you get a chance and opportunity and you blowing it by, you know, having strippers come to your house and all this other bullshit. You know, he got exactly what he deserved. He got, he got, you know, threw his ass out. I figured they wouldn't throw him out to the end of the season, but hey, he got what he deserved. And it's going to be real hard for him to get another job unless he gets a, a former quarterback he's playing this league, like a Steve DeBerg or somebody like that. I don't know if he's still a quarterback coach or not, but you need to get somebody to work on your mechanics and your footwork or, you know, get somebody like Josh McCown or somebody like, somebody like that to help work with your mechanics and make you a better quarterback. But that's the, and once you start working with some of these guys and work on your craft, then he might get another shot. But if you ask me, his fucking ass is done. Yeah, I th- I think he will get another sh- another shot. I know Carolina was looking at him, and he'll go somewhere and maybe if he goes to Carolina, he'll have a chance to win that starting job. Even though I don't think he'll do it, I just think that he just has to mature, and maybe this will wake him up. And because this is a guy that violates you know COVID protocol, he goes to parties after a loss. Uh, he celebrates on the sidelines. Um, when he should be in the game going for going for the two-point conversion. I mean, he's just done a whole bunch of things wrong. And he can he can get right. He's still young. He can make it happen. But when you're talking about a guy that's 3-10 and 10 as a starter, 12 interceptions, excuse me, 12 touchdowns and 14 interceptions, he's been sacked, my goodness, he's been sacked 49 times in 13 games. That's, so he's taken a beating. As far as the worst, 49 times in just 13 games. Um, so, but, you know, he's still, what, 23 years old. So there are opportunities there. And maybe he goes to uh, Jacksonville. Maybe Jacksonville signs Urban Meyer, you know, their head coach, and he reunites with his coach. Or, I mean, there are a lot of things that can happen, but he really needs to understand that this is his last go around and, even though he he you know has made a million or you know, a few million dollars um, just by being a quarterback in the league, if he wants generational wealth, then he's going to have to try to go somewhere and do it big if he wants to sign a big contract. So, but speaking of contracts, let's talk about Mitch Trubisky. Okay, Mitch Trubisky is six and two this season. Um, 65% completion percentage this season, 16 touchdowns to only seven interceptions and eight starts, and um, a quarterback rating of 95.3. So right now, but Mitchell Trubisky is looking pretty good for Chicago as they try to find a way to eat the edge into the to sneak playoffs. But do you think if let's say Chicago makes the playoffs, and even if they could put out in the first round, but let's say Chicago makes the playoffs, do you re-sign Mitch Trubisky and keep him at age 26, or is it the best time to trade him? If you keep Mitch Trubisky, you need to keep him for a lower amount. <clears throat> you know, sign him for the veteran quarterback minimum because he hasn't done enough to prove his birth. First of all, he shouldn't have been drafted that high. I mean, that's just the bottom line of it. He was garbage. And for Chicago to even move up for him, I thought was, I mean, that's somebody you can get in the fourth, fifth round. But, um, I mean, granted, that bench time probably helped him out a lot. But, you know, now he's out there and he's doing it, doing it the way he should have been doing it the whole time. But he shouldn't have been benched. So, sign up for the veteran quarterback minimum like a two- or three-year deal, or maybe even a one-year proving deal. Just see I mean, but if you're Mr. Bisky, do you take that? You ain't got no choice. You ain't going to go nowhere else and get that kind of money. At least Chicago will give him a half a chance. 
He got a I don't know. I, I think that he may have an opportunity. I'm not saying he's going to break the bank, but I think he may have an opportunity to go somewhere and make a little make a little money, um, given how he's played this season. Uh, he hasn't done enough. Just because he went a few games at the end of the season, you've been you've been sitting down for most of the season. You had everybody else coming out there trying to help you. No, Mm-mm. one year prove a deal. He ain't done enough. So. Well, I think he has one more year left on his contract. I think it expires at the end of next season. But if you're Chicago, you have an opportunity. Maybe you can trade him and get something for him. Um, get a fourth-round pick or something. I'm not sure if they want to do that. Um, I would trade Nick Foles back to Philadelphia if they wanted him. I would definitely get rid of him. Uh, you know. So Yeah, I mean, there's only, there's only a few quarterbacks spots left now. I mean, a lot of good places. You know, everybody got – I mean, you could probably send his ass up to New England. He'll do better than – he'll probably do better than Pam Newton doing right now. So, you know. I don't know. I, 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 honestly, I feel like we're going to see Matt Stafford in New England. That's just my personal opinion. I think Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, somebody named Matt, I think it's going to be in New England next year. <laughs> somebody named Matt. So, Matt Dillon, somebody. <laughs> Marshall Dillon, somebody. All right, so uh, let's talk about, before we get into the actual game, we just want to talk about this coming Sunday. The Steelers decided they're going to sit sit Big Ben for this game against the Cleveland Browns. Now, one, the Cleveland Browns are still trying to get in the playoffs, so they will be playing to win. But two, right now the Steelers are tied with Buffalo at 12 and 3. Buffalo has the two seed because they have the tiebreaker over the Steelers. But if Buffalo were to lose to Miami, who's playing for their playoff lives, then that means Pittsburgh can be the number two seed if they win. So, but do you agree right. with the? Do you agree with sitting Big Ben? even though it means that you all could possibly be a two-seed instead of a three-seed. Well, you got to think about it like this. Big Ben actually hyperextended his knee during the Washington game um, in warm-up. Now, this didn't come out until uh, the game actually was being played this week. But you could definitely tell that he could – it was definitely could tell if he was watching the Washington game there was something wrong with him. But um, the way I look at it is like this. You know, sometimes you got the rest players, and we have a lot of injuries. I know we talked a little bit about it last week when we were saying that we had a we didn't have a bye week. Yeah, we didn't play that Sunday, but see, they didn't let us know that we weren't that we weren't going to play Sunday until okay. So we had prepared and had our you know prepared to play the Ravens all the way up until Saturday. So we basically had a three day bye. That was Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and then we went back to practice that following Wednesday getting prepared for our next game. So, you know, that's why I said we didn't have a bye. So with all that being okay, said, that all the injuries sense. we got, you know, with all the injuries we got, shoot, I mean, Big Ben is the one, one person that we have to have in order for the win. You know, we can, you know, everybody else is next man up. But, you know, Mason Rudolph, we got to figure out what the kids got. Josh Dobbs, we got to figure out what he's got. So, you know, put these guys in here. You know, the standard in Pittsburgh is winning. We don't give a damn who the quarterback is. I think we proved that last year. So let the kid go out there. Let's see what he's got. See if we can't go out there and put Cleveland out there misery. I mean, I I don't know how hurt Ben is, but if the playoffs were today, I would assume that he would play. But, I mean, it could be a a huge difference. If Buffalo loses and you all don't take advantage and, um, and you all lose as well, then that means you might be in a first-round matchup with Baltimore as opposed to um, Cleveland or, or Indy or some you know someone like that. And I don't know. I don't know. I, that, I think it's kind of kind of risky. In the words of Mike Tomlin, in the words of Mike Tomlin, we can't, you know, you know we you don't go out there. You're breaking up the words of Mike Tomlin. Object, I said we don't live in our fears. The object of, all right, all right. We're going to see. Too. And Mike Thomas. We're going to see. All right, Hello, so who stood, 
who stood out for you, Buck, this week who wasn't a Pittsburgh Steeler and who stood out for the wrong reasons, I guess, who wasn't a Pittsburgh Steeler? Well, let's see. Who stood out for the right reasons? Um, let's see. I'm being distracted. Um, let's see. Who stood out? I'm gonna... You're breaking up on me. I'm catching like every other word. Tampa Bay, Buc- Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They stood out for the right reason. The whole team? And um, they, they, the whole damn team. I mean, they, okay. came, they came with it. I mean, they really came with it because they really needed to win. And that's what they did, you know. So, they, it's like now they're starting to jail. So, they're starting to really look good. So, they stood out. I mean, Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady. So, I'm going to say to the Tampa Bay – Especially the offense. I mean, every, everybody looked like they were clicking on all that. You stood out for the wrong reasons? Stood out for the wrong reasons? I'm going to say New England Patriots. <laughs> they just looked like garbage. I mean, this is being with Cam Newton. He knew this was like a proven year. That's why he only had a one-year deal. You go arguably – the best coach in the, that's ever coached in the National Football League. And you go, now, granted, I know New England didn't have all their people. You know, they had 12 people hold out, you know, for COVID and all that kind of stuff. So I get that. Will he get another shot? Probably not. But for him to go out there, Cam can play better than what he played, injury or not, offensive line or not. With all that talent that kid's got, and that's the that's best he could do in New England, Bill Belichick. Just ridiculous. So Cam Newton for the wrong reason. All right. Well, the player that stood out to me, I mean, had to be Alvin Kamara. Anytime you have six touchdowns, something that had been done in about almost 100 years, six rushing touchdowns, I got to give him his props uh, for finding the end zone. Should have been seven, if you ask me. They gave Taysom Hill a carry on the goal line. And the person who's Stood out for the wrong reasons, of course, is going to be Dwayne Haskins. Coming off of that controversial weekend, you know you need to have a good performance to get the team and the play- and the fans back on your side. And you go 14 for 28, 154 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, and um, you lost a fumble. So a 36 quarterback rating and three turnovers is not going to do it, especially when the backup, Taylor Heineke, comes in the game and has a 102 quarterback rating and gets the team back in it. So um, Dwayne Haskins really, really dropped the ball this week. And uh, like I said, all he can do is hope that he can figure it out. But all right, so let's get to the games. And we had Pittsburgh 28, Indianapolis 24. Steelers go to 12-3. and Indy dropped to 10-5. and Indy really needed this game. Had control of this game with a 24-7 lead with nine minutes left in the third quarter. But then they did like Atlanta and laid down, and the Steelers came back and and took the game from them. And Buck, uh, who stood out for you for the Steelers, and who needs to step it up a bit? (laughs) Well, who needs to step it up a bit is our offensive coordinator because he can't call a game right. Because in the first half, the coach players, the coach defense was calling out our plays. That's how, how, you know, bad it was um, for us in the first quarter. Big Ben made a speech at halftime, and he came out the second half. Now, I know he didn't want to throw his offensive coordinator under the bus, but Big Ben called the plays. And that's the reason why we won that game. And he did that off of just straight memory. This is, you know, he's an elite quarterback. Well, I don't care what anybody else says. If he don't get the notoriety he deserves, Big Ben was slinging that rock. And, um, you know, obviously – there, I mean, we're going to have to find or establish some sort of running game at some point. But right now, we ride with Big Ben. And Big Ben is going to be the one to be able to get us to the promised land. So, um, but stand up for the wrong reasons is our offensive coordinator. Um, stand up for the right reason, Big Ben, because you're the one that got the damn thing orchestrated for us to come back and win the game. And um, you're still not getting – Anything out of your running game. I mean, y'all only ran the ball eight times, and James Conner had five carries for 20 yards 
and a touchdown. What, what are you all going to have to do to get that together? Because that's not going to work in the playoffs. Playoffs? No, it's not going to work in the playoffs. I mean, what we're going to have to do, and we're not going to be able to do it until the offseason, is get a offensive line coach that's worth, that's worth something. I've said this countless times without Mike Munchak as our offensive line coach. Our offensive line is pretty much the same with the, with the exception of two players, counting B.J. Finney, and leaving with be a free agency and run retirement with, with uh, the big Ragu retiring, number 73. So with that being said, offensive line, if you watch, they're playing up too high. They're not getting a push on the line. They're not using a fullback. That's why we paid Derek White all that money to be a fullback and block for Connor. He's not really blocking. He's more of a special teams ace. So that was a, you know, we really need to cut his ass too. So with all that being said, we got to have, we got to get a new offensive line coach because we got virtually the same line. Now I know some of them, I know the Pouncey might be getting a little bit long in the tooth. So is the Castro. But the other guys have been there long enough and still young enough to where they can get a better push. You know, you got Venerable who's six foot eight and three hundred and fifty pounds and he's getting he's getting bum rushed over there constantly. You know, that just didn't happen with Mike Munchak being the line coach. So with that being said, I don't know how we're gonna do it in the playoffs, but Sean Scarrett, the the current offensive line coach, worked on the Munchak. He better start calling him and find out what we need to do to get the damn shit right. These guys are playing up too high and not getting the push that we need to create holes and lanes. Yeah, but um, you all were still able to pull it off. Just y'all, y'all seem to find ways to win, so that's always important. And that was a big loss for Indianapolis, who you know kind of controlled their own destiny up until that point. But now they're on the outside looking in, and they need Miami, Baltimore, or Cleveland to lose and they need to win themselves in order to get a secure spot in the postseason. So they're kind of in a bad spot. It makes you wonder if this Sunday is going to be um, going to be Phillip Rivers' last game or not. So we'll have to see what happens there. And all right, so we'll move on to Dallas 37, Philadelphia 17. Cowboys go to 6-9. and nine. Philadelphia drops to 4-10-1. and one. They have been eliminated from the playoffs. It's nice to be the one to do their eliminating this time because normally it's Philly putting us out the playoffs or the Giants putting us out the playoffs. So it was nice to return the favor to Philly. Philadelphia got out to a 14-3 lead after an 81-yard pass to Deshaun Jackson. And I'm like, oh, man, I, I don't want to do this play from behind stuff again. But then the devil got loose. And uh, Devil went down to Texas, and he threw for 377 yards on just 22 completions, three touchdowns, intercepted once, sacked twice, a 134.7 quarterback rating. And But I was happy to see the Cowboys actually take some shots downfield because that's something, all this Dinkin and Duncan stuff, man, it, it makes the defense – it makes it easy for the defense to me if they know you're not going to go deep. And Dallas took some deep shots, and they really made um, the Eagles pay. Now, who stood out to me? Uh, I, I got to give credit to to Andy Dalton, I mean, for what he did. I think he made some good throws. He missed a couple, but I think he made overall had a really good game. Michael Gallup, six catches, 121 yards, two touchdowns. That's something I expected from him all season. So, he needs to, because I thought that's the way he was going to play. He was going to be a number one type receiver. Hasn't been that way this season. Not completely his fault because he doesn't have his starting quarterback. But I did have higher expectations for him. Amari Cooper also had 121 yards. He's gone over 1,000 for the season. And as far as who stood out for the wrong reasons, I I don't know. I think um, I think our defense played fairly well. We gave up the big play, but really, I mean, you're talking what they had what three sacks. They've been turning over the ball, and they got three fumbles. And uh, Randy Gregory forced three fumbles on his own, which is crazy. He's been playing out of his mind. 
So I don't know who I can say needs to work on something, but to be honest with you, I don't know at all. This is one of the better games that Dallas has played this season. And Eminem was present for this beatdown. So <laughs> he was in the house to uh, get disappointed, just like I was a few weeks ago. But Dallas is still in the playoff hunt. I mean, they got to have Washington lose, which is not out of the realm of possibility. And they got to beat the Giants, which is always hard because it's a division game. But um, that's crazy, Buck, at six and nine, and you're still in contention for the division. I mean, where does that happen? Yeah. Look, none of y'all, number three, y'all belong in the playoffs. I hate to even say it. Well, the Redskins, well, Washington football team deserves it. But the Cowboys and the Giants, come on now. I mean, y'all have been shown flashes of greatness. And if either one is, I can see maybe the Giants, but really the Redskins, it's six and nine. Come on, seven and nine going to the playoffs. That's just that's just ridiculous. Well, see, I don't have and a problem. Seven and nine going to the playoffs is not. I mean, that's been done before on a couple of different occasions, but I've never seen seven and yep, nine yep, winning the division. That's the crazy thing. That's the crazy thing. Seattle seven do and nine winning the division. Didn't Seattle do that a few years ago, and then they came up there and whooped the Saints? I think they were a wild card, though. I don't think they were. They I don't think they won the division. Okay. Okay. All right. Because I I don't know if anybody ever went in the division. Maybe at eight and eight, maybe. But I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone in the division with a losing record. I mean, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And then you're going to have somebody in the AFC that has double-digit wins and not making it to the playoffs. So, very unusual. But in all honesty, Dallas and, well, I definitely say this for Washington. Washington could beat somebody. If if Washington gets that first-round matchup with Tampa Bay, Washington has the defensive line that can get to Tom Brady. They really do. And then I agree um, if Dallas makes it to the playoff and they get matched up with Tampa Bay, I don't really see them stopping Tampa Bay. But I, I think Washington could actually win a playoff game, which would be even crazier if that were the case. But, uh, I mean, Washington, if they win, yeah, they would be 7-9 and nine as well. So, man, somebody's going to probably be 7-9. and nine. Or just check, or check this out, Buck. If both of them lose, then Washington goes in. No, if both of them lose, then I think the Giants go in at six and ten. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and a, a six and ten team in the playoffs. Just imagine if they won a game. Maybe some folks mad behind that. But I mean, that's just what it is. I know. That's just what it Absolutely is. Ridiculous. So. All right, so let's talk about the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City, Atlanta, 14. Kansas City goes to 14-1. and one. They got the number one seed in the AFC, and the Mahomes is not going to play this week. Atlanta drops to 4-11, and 11, and it was a very close game throughout. Kansas City, man, Kansas City played a little nervous in this game. And in all honesty, I really thought they were going to win it, but I didn't think it was going to be this problematic for them. And, I mean, the teams, they both had 23 first downs. They both had, like, 277 yards passing. Well, Kansas City had 278. The uh, total yards were pretty close. Kansas City had two more turnovers. Atlanta had time of possession. But Atlanta did everything right except win the game. Oh, they never going to win the game. You know that. <laughs> That's just the way they play. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, five catches, 130 yards. Um, and then on the – Travis Kelsey had seven catches for 98 yards and a touchdown. And Mahomes threw for 278 yards, two touchdowns. Quarterback rating is only 79.5. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, they look pedestrian, but they still were able to get it done. And uh, ultimately, that's all that matters. Uh, let's move on to Dolphins 26, Raiders 25. Dolphins go to 10 and 5. Raiders are eliminated. They drop to 7 and 8. And this game went back and forth. It was a pretty exciting game down the stretch. But, Buck, everybody's talking about Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic came in 9 for 13, 
182 yards, a touchdown, 137.5 quarterback rating. But what about that crazy throw he had when his head was getting pulled off and he was still able to get that ball off? Only Fitzpatrick could do something like that, man. That, I saw that on the replay, and I was just like, did he just do what I thought he did? Pass. That joke was looking up in the – he was looking up in the – I don't know where he was looking at, Saturn, Jupiter. Maybe he was looking for that North Star effect. I mean, he was looking way up there. I don't know what the hell he was looking at. But it was hilarious. And I'm like, damn. And the fact that he completed, that's just stuff a legend. But this is a guy that's definitely, you know, he's been a perennial backup. He's been to, like, damn near all 32 teams in the National Football League. You know, he's been to at least 10 of them. <laughs> and for him to – this man come out there, no look past Higg pointing to Jupiter – and make the damn pass, and it is just crazy. That's stuff a legend. The Fitzpatrick, I mean, that's why they call him Fitz Magic. I mean, that, that was hellified. See if I can do that on Madden. You know, that's one of them super techno bowl throws right there where you get them all the way down to the end zone and throw, and throw from the other <laughs> other side all the way. Yeah. But what's so crazy gonna be wild, about man. What's crazy about it is that Fitzpatrick has been all over the league. Like you see, he's played for, um, what, eight teams? Buffalo, Cincinnati, Miami, Jets, St. Louis, Tampa, Houston, and Tennessee. So he's played for eight teams. This is a guy, his career record is 59 and 86. So he has a, a horrible record. Um, the only place he's had a, well, he's had a losing record everywhere he's been, but Except for Houston, he went six and six in Houston, so he broke even. But this is a guy, man, that you just love to see him play. I don't know who I can compare him to in any other sport. He's almost like a Robert Ory or somebody. He just makes big plays, and then you never hear from him again or something. So, I mean, everybody likes him, and is you know he is is he just does. Stuff like this. Now, personally, I thought he was probably trying to throw the ball away, and maybe the guy turning his head around made him throw, keep the ball in bounds. But for whatever, I mean, that's just that fits magic. It always seems to work out in his favor. And I mean, but it's come Sunday, let's see, is is Tua hurt? Is is Fitzpatrick starting on Sunday? Man, he, um, the coach of the Dolphins, um, he took Tua out and put Fitzpatrick in, and and Tua had played the whole game. And I'm like, this is a mistake. And then, you know, Fitzmagic get out there and throw, you know, he's he throwing haymakers out there, uh, wings and prayers, and gets, and gets the victory. I mean, got, I mean, I don't know what Flores is doing. I mean, this is some straight movie-type shit. You know, you're just out there just doing the damn thing, just throwing – you know, throwing stuff up there that, you know, you just don't expect anything to happen, you know. And I just, I didn't understand why why he took him out. So, who God only knows who in the hell is going to be starting for them. I, I just don't know. Mm. Well, I'm not sure what they're going to do on there either, but he was able to get it done again, and they got a decision to make. They got to figure something out. So, some of the other games that went down, New Orleans put three feet in the Vikings, 52 to 33. Breeze, 311 yards. Kamara, 155 yards, six touchdowns on the ground. Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay and Detroit. I turned this game off in the second quarter. As much as I love the NFL. I, watching this game was the equivalent of watching someone abuse their child. I just did not want to see this this beating on TV. So Tampa Bay beat the Detroit 47 to seven. Tom Brady threw for 348 miles. Uh, this game is ridiculous. San Francisco yeah. beat the Cardinals. Man, they put the Cardinals in a bad spot. San Fran won 20 to 12. That game was on Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime is looking to acquire Thursday Night Football um, 
coming, and maybe not in this upcoming season, maybe the next one. I can't remember. So we could be streaming Thursday night football in the near future. And Baltimore doubled up on the Giants 27-13. And the Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 are on a two-game winning streak, Buck. They took it too close. Cleveland didn't have any receivers, man. Cleveland had to, like, go to the to the Cavaliers and, and borrow a couple of their point guards to put out there a receiver. I, I mean, I know. This is, I've never know, seen anything like that. Where there's every every receiver on the depth chart was out. They had to get practice squad, and then they had to get some people out the old folks home to come out there and play. Jim Brown might have played receiver. You know, I'm gonna tell you something about these Browns. Now, granted, they didn't have the receivers out there. I get it, but you know, uh, while I'm watching the game. Of course, we were we were losing. The Cleveland Browns fans, we know we're going to play them next week. So there were a few fans over there talking some shit. So I just looked over there. I said, y'all going to talk shit and y'all losing? I said, even with y'all ninth string wide receivers, y'all should be beating the Jets. So they got that shellacked by the Jets. Jets actually came to play. We came back at one. Terrible towel was, turned, was, was swirling nice and slow. I said, the last time you came in here, I had to do the exact same thing. And I said, I'm going to be doing it next week, too. So you better get huh. ready. Better get your popcorn ready. Go, Steve. <laughs> All right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Jets, uh, they're not getting that number one pick. So Trevor Lawrence will probably be a Jaguar. Speaking of the Jaguars, they got thumped by the Bears, 41-17. to Cincinnati beat Houston. Since he's on a winning streak, 37-31, 371 oh, yards from Allen. You- Huh? Did, you, did you see J.J. Watt rant? rant? <coughs> you know what? Did you see his as rant? As many times as that video has popped up, and I saw you posted it on Zone Coverage too. Um, I hadn't mm-hmm. seen, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you gotta, you gotta watch it because this man. I mean, look, J.J. Watt is a perennial. I mean, this is a guy that you know he makes Pro Bowl. He's all pro. Um, yeah, he's been injured the last couple of years, two or three years. But this man comes to play. Um, this rant. This is one. This is one rant that you might even want to put on the show at the beginning. But this is a guy that I mean, he's like, if you can't come to work, you can't come to work on time. Even if we're four and eleven, we stink. And you can't come and practice and be on time for practice or anything. That you don't need to be there. And he he cursed. Now the the version that I put on zone coverage was the cursing version. So you you definitely got to check it out. That man was dead ass serious. This is what I love about the National Football League because we got players like J.J. Watt. This man has done so much for the community of Houston. And when he goes out there and plays, he plays. He's old school. He goes out there and he gives it 110%. This man has played with multitude of injuries, arm halfway, you know, out of his damn socket and all this kind of shit. And he gets out there and he plays his heart out. And he's an example of players that are coming up, you know, that if you're coming up in, the, in, in college, and you want to find a role model in this league, that's your man, J.J., right there. This man plays his ass off. You don't make excuses. Just get out there and do it. So you you, you see that rant. And you, you can feel. You don't even have to be a Houston Texan fan. But that that speech, that rant right there, is why I love the National Football League. This man plays. And you got you to gotta check it out. All right. I'm going to have to watch it after the show for sure. And it looks like the Packers have picked up Damon Snacks Harrison off of waivers. So that gives them a little defensive line help. The Seattle Seahawks released him because um, he wasn't working out. I'm not sure if he has anything left or not, but Packers took a chance. And all right, so Carolina 20, Washington 13. Uh, the, Bron- the Chargers beat the Broncos 19-16. That was a close game down the stretch. The Chargers normally lose those type of games, but they were able to win this past Sunday. Seattle beat the, well, the Rams. Chargers have been on, how many games? How many games have the Chargers won in a row now since I had that little come to Jesus meeting a few weeks ago? The Chargers, I think they won three straight games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, they have won three in a row. Beat the Falcons, the Raiders, and now um, the Broncos. But I still hire Anthony Lynn. I mean, I, I seem like a nice guy, but I just don't think he'll. I just don't think he's going to get it done. Well, with Justin yeah. Herbert out there, he's he's definitely showing me some things. So yeah, I think they got the quarterback. The if they got, 
I would like to see Ace and Lynn see if they can get a good draft and get some people out there and see what they can do. But um, it's good to see that they won three straight. It looks like they're finally starting to buy in. And the Chargers, even though they get – I mean, they, I hate it when people say you ain't got nothing to play for. You always got something to play for. You're playing for your damn job. That's the uh, and so we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm really proud of Anthony Lynn, even though I did not talk to him personally. It's just nice that ever since I gave that pep talk, maybe he heard it and they're getting it done. <laughs> <laughs> you in L.A. now. You got to play. You play to win the game. Herm Edwards style, baby. Hmm. All right. So uh, let's see. The Packers manhandled the Titans 40-14. to 14. I mean, man, the Titans, if they're going to be playing some playoff football, they're going to have to – they can't have nothing like that. That, that game was, was never in doubt. And Buffalo – That was a big game. That was a big game for the Packers because the Packers normally don't stop the run. I figured the Titans were going to run all over them, but I guess that cold weather is looking too much for the Titans. You, you expect them to, um, to be a little better on, on the line stopping the run. As well, so yeah. uh, Dwayne Haskins goes unclaimed off of waivers, so he's going to be a free agent. And Buffalo beats New England thirty-eight to nine. They swept New England for I think their first time since Belichick has been there. So as far as Dwayne Haskins is concerned, because he cleared waivers, he is no longer attached to his four-year rookie contract. He went unclaimed, so Washington owes him the balance of the fully guaranteed rookie deal. Um, so his signing bonus, $1.8 million next year, and $2.46 million base salary will be on Washington's payroll. That's going to be on their salary cap. Uh, so they're going to take a hit. It's not a big hit, but they're going to take a hit on that. So he gets his rookie deal, but he's not just out there, free agent. All right. So since we don't have the other guys, we won't do the who am I or this or that or whatever, but I do want to look at the playoffs, playoff picture. Playoffs is Packers, Saints, Seahawks, Washington, Tampa, Rams, and Bears if the playoffs were to start this weekend. Arizona would be on the outside looking in. Let's see. The Saints would play the Bears. The Seahawks would play the Rams, and Washington would host Tampa Bay. In the AFC, Chiefs, Bills, Steelers, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, the Colts are on the outside looking in. It would be Buffalo would host Cleveland, Baltimore would travel to Pittsburgh, and Miami would travel to Tennessee, which would be a very interesting game. Uh, yes, it would. So that's what we're looking at if the playoffs were to start this weekend. But as far as what happens this upcoming week, uh, I mean, uh, it's a lot of stuff riding on the line, but but it starts off. All the games are on Sunday, so there's no Thursday night game, no Monday night games. It's all Sunday, and Buck Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Don't need to say nothing else. All right, and I like Tampa Bay as well. Miami at Buffalo. I'm gonna say Miami. Okay, okay. Miami is definitely desperate, but I don't know who they're going to have at quarterback. I'm going to stick with Buffalo at home. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Pittsburgh. Okay. The rematch between Garrett and and Rudolph. Um, I'm going with Cleveland in this one. I think they got more to play for, and um, I just don't like the move of putting Rudolph in at quarterback, especially about a running game. All right. Jets at New England. The Jets. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I yeah. think the Jets can get New England in this one, man. If there's any yeah. any time Pam, to do Pam, it, Pam Newton's last game. Pam Newton's last start. game. He can do all that stupid. This is he won't since uh, you know he got benched in that game Monday night. So I, I, I this is it's, it's going to be Cam Newton's last game. Period. But you know what? It's like if I'm New England, New England. You know, they know Cam is not their guy next year. You might want to go ahead and see what you got in Jared Stidham. Uh, I think so. I think you sit I think you sit his ass down and see what Stidham's yeah. got. I mean, it's just I mean Cam Newton's body language 
tells me he's done. I mean, anytime that you, I mean, he just looks, he looks like a whipped man. And I, I just, I don't like the body language. You got to be confident in the National Football League. And, I mean, I hate to even say it. I mean, when you dress like a bitch, you play like one. Baltimore at Cincinnati. I'm going to say Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore got a lot to play for. And I think that's who's going to win it. I um, I don't know. I'm going to pick Baltimore, too. But I, I think Cincinnati could end on a four-game winning, on a three-game, four-game winning streak, or however many games it have. All right, Minnesota at Detroit. Minnesota. Uh, Detroit ain't winning no more games. Yeah, even without Dalvin Cook playing this Sunday, he lost his father in an unexpected death. Um, I'm still thinking that they should have enough to beat Detroit. I don't know if Matt Stafford's playing or not, but this is his, probably his last time in his uniform. And Dallas at the Giants, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Dallas in this game. I really don't know what to expect from the Giants, but I, I just think that if Dallas defense can play the way they played the last three weeks, then um, I think they can hang with just about anybody. So I'm going to pick Dallas over the Giants. And Arizona at the Rams. Oh, I'm Jared to go Goff with the Rams. I think the Rams are... Jared Goff is not playing. Ooh. Cooper Cup is not playing. And Daryl Henderson is not playing for the Rams. Oh, I'm going to have to go with the Cardinals. So, yeah, I don't think the Rams have enough. So, and the Rams. No. Let's see. The Rams right now are nine and six, and they're in the number six. If they lose, that might drop them out of the playoffs if uh, Chicago wins. So, I don't know how that works, the tiebreaker with Chicago or not. But, yeah, the Rams don't really want to lose. They, they need to win that game. They need to find some kind of way. All right. Um, Green Bay at Chicago. Can the Bears beat the Packers in a big game and win a playoff spot? If they win, they're in. Uh, they can. Yeah, they they gonna they gonna try, but I don't see that if Aaron Rodgers is playing, the, the Bears has a snowball chance in hell in beating Green Bay. So I don't know. I have not heard. I haven't seen the injury report or who's gonna sit out. If anybody sits out for Green Bay. But um, uh, if Aaron Rodgers is sitting down, I'll go with the Bears. But if he ain't sitting down, Green Bay all the way. Okay. Las Vegas at Denver. Denver. Hmm. Okay. All right. Tennessee at Houston. Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee better bounce back. Seattle at San Francisco. San Francisco trying to play spoiler to the Seahawks. The Seahawks are, uh, I mean, they're 11-4. and They've won the division, but um, I'm pretty sure they're trying to get a better playoff seating. And New Orleans at Carolina. New Orleans. Shoot, you can put New Orleans ninth string in, and they're going to beat Carolina, so. And it's going to be a revenge game for Teddy Bridgewater. Let's see. Jacksonville at Indianapolis, who is super desperate. Indianapolis, they have to win this game. Jacksonville hasn't won a game, and I don't know when. It doesn't matter who they got at quarterback. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. We wanted to go out and suit up for Jacksonville. They still ain't winning, even though I think I got a good shot at making them win. But uh, definitely Indianapolis. Okay. And the Chargers at the Chiefs. Mahomes is not playing. Chargers. I'd be surprised if Kelsey and Tyreek Hill or whatever probably yeah. didn't play that much either. Yeah, I think the Chargers will go ahead and win, win this last game. It's going to be like, you know, doing it for, you know, win one for Lynn, you know, even though he's probably going to get fired after the season. Um, it's just, you know, you're in L.A. and you're in a big market. Uh, I really would like to see him, you know, see what he does in one more out, you know, one more season. But I just don't see that happening. But I do see the Chargers winning this game because the Chiefs have already locked up the first round, you know, first seed. So, uh, you know, I think they're gonna take, you know, take this, you know, rest some guys. 
Okay. And the last one, Washington at Philadelphia. If Washington wins, they are in the playoffs. Um, I don't see Philadelphia winning any more games. I got to go with Washington. They got the better defense. And um, Jalen Hurts is going to be Hurts because they going they, Washington going to bring it. And if Washington wins and the Giants win, who's going to the playoffs? Washington. In y'all's division. Washington goes. If Washington wins, they're in automatically. The only way the Giants okay. get in is if Washington lose and the Giants win. Okay, gotcha. All right, now we got that cleared up. Yeah, and the Washington is starting this Taylor Heineke guy. Um, so if Alex Smith was playing, I would definitely say they would win. I still think they're good enough to win, but I don't think it's going to be easy because I think Jalen Hurts is is crafty enough to kind of make that defense work a little bit. Um, it's going to come down to turnovers, but uh, it really depends on on what that quarterback does. But I can I can see Philly giving them a hard time. I really can. Well, all right, but week, sir, we were able to fly through those. So I appreciate you hanging out with your boy. And um, we'll do it again next week, uh, maybe on Monday. Maybe on Monday. I check my calendar. Even though, even though we didn't do the uh, Who Am I, I got the, I'm taking the title. I'm going to do, what, do like <laughs> WWF. And, and, and you know what? The yeah. So I'm taking, I'm taking the title this week, even though we're not playing. I'm taking the title. So that one of them two can try to get it back next week. <laughs> 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 oh, <boy. laughs> oh man! So, that's strong. All right, I'm man. taking it. I'm taking the WBC, the IBF. I'm taking all the titles. I'm gonna unify the belt this week. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So. All right, everyone. But you've been listening to the Very Unsportsmanlike podcast. Follow the show anywhere podcasts are found. You can definitely check me out on Spotify and Apple and leave a review. And you can go to anchor.fm forward slash 15 yards for more information. Everyone have a happy new year. Enjoy the last week of regular season football, and we'll catch you next week. Peace out.